in, in the plainest terms, that's Cushing saying if Richie and Santi are on the field, I want Richie in the tackle. Turmel was a dog. Like, he, like enough where he, I think he should start next week. <laughs> Genuinely. That is. Sands somehow has the captain's armband. I thought that was cool to see. But I also feel weird because Cheneau was playing. I don't know how that happens. It's like Cheneau went to Luxembourg and he came back and then he had to hit him with like the 50. Like, what, what do you, you say? F4. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. all of a sudden he's like, now this dude has the band. But he's, I think he's quietly been amazing. I mean, maybe. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's looking like a nine right there again. Like like <laughs> no, the other week. It's, it's like, like no, he's not. So if if Tiago Martin's header goes, in, right. is he's he looking, looking like, like a nine, nine from the yeah. center back position? No. Bro, it looks like a clown. <laughs> God, I hate these yeah. announcers. All right, well, keep running again, <laughs> run it again no. I guess. All right, so we just uh, <laughs> haven't done this in quite a long time. Um, At least we got it. we caught it relatively early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we've recorded full hour long episodes before. You know, back when we used to talk ourselves to death. You know, in the episode ten days. Back um, when we used to put the editor through hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it, only to wrap up recording and go, oh, we didn't click the recording button. Um, so we just did that now. Uh, so welcome to episode ninety five. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to episode ninety five. Um, it, it, tough for us because we just talked a little bit about it, but um. Uh, the conversation that we just noticed that we weren't recording in was uh, kind of putting putting Santi on notice, I guess, um, kind of in the same way that Magno got on notice this game. Um, we talked a little bit about how, obviously, it was super surprising that Seagal got uh, the start here over Talas at the nine. Um, probably nobody would have really expected it, although a lot of us were calling for it. Um, but I think in that way, uh, Talas got a pass, right? Six games, um, five or six games to figure it out because probably the the amount of talent behind him was lacking um and i think what we were just talking about uh before you guys heard it is santi uh doesn't necessarily get the same pass because the talent that's behind him that's knocking on the door at the moment um that is richie ledesma or even keaton when we saw him yeah. in the advanced position when you asked uh cushing both have looked much much better than santi has outside of that one game at yankee stadium where he was he was the Santi that we know and love, the DP Santi that we need. Well, even even in that game at Yankee Stadium, a lot of the good stuff he was doing came off of the right wing. It wasn't from it's the true. middle. Yeah, a lot of the good stuff came from the right wing, um, or and, it was built by somebody else. Right. Like you exactly. talked about GP with his his KDB esque passes, or, uh, right before they heard it, and um, you know on that goal that Santi gets, you know. I always love to give credit to players because, you know, even when you have like a, a hey bear, that's a cherry picker. Like they do have to be in that position and they do right. have to finish that ball. And Santi is obviously, you know, uh, sprinting one-on-one -on -one and he has the keeper to beat. And whenever that happened, we talked a lot about how well, more times than not, we've seen that not go in. Um, so he does, he does get his flowers, but really that, that play, that goal is built off the back of GP playing the perfect ball to put Santi in one-on-one. -on -one. Exactly. And it's when you see, the GPs come in and the Ledesmas um, and even the Keatons, like you said, yep. who have the vision, who are constantly scanning, who have the ability to make passes that Santi just doesn't. Yeah. Um, I couldn't tell you the amount of times where Santi has the ball versus the revs and he's sprinting towards the far post of the goal and there's two runners making runs in on goal and he's not even looking at them. Mm -hmm. He's strictly looking for the moment that he can get a shot off. Yeah, and then he realizes there's not one, and he plays it out wide to the right, um, which is just, yes, it may it may lead to a cross, um, and maybe that's what Cushing wants, but it just, 
if you're in a position and you're creative and you can make passes and you believe in yourself and you have that confidence, those are balls that you're at least trying. Yep. Those are those are balls on the other side that we saw Gil trying yep. and completing. And, you know, watch it, that, that's another reason that made me think that Santi just may not be a 10 and he's just not cut for it in the same way that Talis right now isn't cut for the nine. Um, was seeing on the other side this demon at number 10. Right. Really like putting the, the heartbeat, the engine of a team, putting passes together, being the heart of the attack, and really bringing that team forward. You saw it on the other side, and then you saw Santi really crumbling under the pressure of the 10. Yeah, and I think there's been an acknowledgement from the coaching staff and from Cushing um, that we may have better guys suited for the role. Obviously, uh, second half... Richie ends up coming in um, later in the game. And at that moment, Santi gets pushed up to the, the nine and Richie assumes that 10 role. I mean, that in, in the plainest terms, that's Cushing saying, if Richie and Santi are on the field, I want Richie in the 10. Right. That's uh, as plain as day. That's how it comes. And, you know, I wouldn't mind. I think, you know, last episode we called for the fact that, you know, GP needs to be benched. You said, see how he is pregame. See how he is when you send him to warm up, how he's acting on the bench. Um, and kind of see if you can light that fire underneath him. Um, and obviously, GP comes in not long after half um, and ends up getting an assist off a corner. I mean, it's it's perfect that it happens that way um, because now GP, you know, he has that fire underneath him. Like, yeah, you should have played me. Right. Like, I, I came in and I got my assist, and now maybe next game he's like, I'm going to show you why I still need to be starting. I, I wouldn't be surprised if GP got the start. You know, he's back in the starting lineup next week. Um, but maybe that's something that Santi needs. Maybe he needs Ledesma to start the first half um and if Ledesma you know he ends up doing poorly he's had two appearances now both have looked good I don't think it'd be out of the realm of possibilities that um you know he he might start to struggle at some point yeah um but I think he deserves a start for sure he's right I think you're gonna see a team very very similar to what ended the game in New England uh start versus Atlanta yeah um I think that because that's the team that was really fighting the hardest that's the team that looked the best that's the team that responded to adversity yeah. um, and was creative and was pushing forward and doing things correctly. Um, so I, I wouldn't doubt that you see Talis, Santi, GP, and Ledesma as our attackers. And you see uh, probably not Alfredo. Uh, it would probably be Sands and, and Keaton again with Alfredo coming off the bench mm -hmm. um, and Kufre at left back. Yeah. So at some point in the episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about Kufre because I, I don't know. I, I feel like... Uh, I'm ready for like the Kevin O'Toole experiment a little bit. He came in and didn't really look good though. I feel like he looked, I feel like he looked as good as as Kufre's looked. I feel like I haven't seen anything. I'm Kufre, just Kufre to me looks like a proper left back. Mm -hmm. Like he looks like a complete proper left back. Whether he's, you know, a hundred percent in tackles or in the right position all the time or not giving up cheap fouls and stuff like that. I don't think anyone on our team is safe from from those things yeah um he's not somebody that's standing out to me as as like a bad spot as much as other places on the field like santi stinking it up at 10 mm -hmm. is 10 times worse than than like a six performance from kufre at left back so kufre is like to you he's like a, a role player like he's not one of the stars but he's getting yeah the job he's done. Yeah. he's like he's uh, doing well enough that he deserves a starting spot mm-hmm but you know he doesn't really deserve to finish games if if we're not seeing it from him mm -hmm. um he's not 
he's not like a Shinoer, um or Talas really. I mean, Talas, despite performance, is somebody that you, you keep on unless he's injured. Yeah. Um, he's not one of those guys, but you got to start him. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, so where my thought process comes from is I I think a majority of our attack, um, it, it's been being built through the right. I mean, it's been Alenich, obviously the engine back there. Um, and I don't know if Turnbull. It, did we even get a conversation about, I don't think our conversation about Alenich got in, right? No. No. So obviously, kid. No, nothing. Not not even our lineup. <laughs> yeah. We got to go back and touch on the lineup. Obviously, Alenich is a monster. Um, this would be his, his third game in nine days, uh, playing two full 90s for Slovenia U22. Um, super unlucky on the own goal. I think you talked about it. That, that yeah. was missed, too. Um, that was something that, honestly, should have been. That should have been 1 0. Um, the second goal by Gill, which was amazing, should have been 2-0. Mm-hmm. And realistically, we lose that game 2-1. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, that's how it should have went. Yeah. Um, I think Revs fans, you're right to feel hard done. Um, that was a ridiculous call. I don't think that that boo, bow, whatever, however you say his name, um, I don't think he's affecting the play at all. He, even from the camera angle, he's not in Braza's line of sight. Braza didn't react late. Um, all around, it was just... It was a bad call. And if that was against us, I would be so angry. Yeah. I'd be ridiculously angry. So, um, you know, you got to call it both ways. So, yeah. Um, I don't even know. Yeah. Other than that, that oh, own uh, goal, which what should have been an old goal for Alenich, he yeah. had a really good game for how tired he should have been and how how much his legs were hurting. Mm-hmm. And you dropped his name Turnbull, too. Turnbull was a dog. Yeah. Like, he, like enough where he, I think he should start next week. <laughs> Genuinely, that is just. If Alenich is, if Alenich and Tavon both can rest. go, and there's not another right back on the roster, yeah, Turnbull should should start. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm if Alenich can't go, yeah, <laughs> and okay, and I, Tavon can't go, okay. and we don't have Jason. And, well, I'm assuming um, Tavon is gonna stay hurt. <laughs> yeah, I'm just assuming he he's must. gonna be hurt for another week. Yeah, Turnbull was a dog. Well, so here's the interesting thing about Turnbull. I he's think he's just a little tall. That's a, that's what looks a little. And he funky. looks like Keaton. And I'm always like, why is Keaton? Uh, he looks like a right center back. back. <laughs> he looks like a center back, and I'm like, what is that dude? He's so tall. Yeah. Well, so my only thing with Turnbull is I think we've now seen uh, two performances from him, um, and the way that the con contract structure works from MLS Next Pro Two, I think he's like at his limit. Like we have, if he wants to play again, we have to give him a first team contract. Um, he deserves it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's a dog. So we've seen we've seen one uh, one very poor performance from Turnbull. We've seen one we, very we're good. We're calling that poor. I mean, he just didn't have an effect. I don't think. I think the team was really getting. I think that was the episode where. Uh, so, it must have been Nashville. I then. just didn't know who he was. It was Nashville because uh, that was the episode where Hack was getting grilled for causing a foul that led to a goal, and then I think it you know Turnbull comes in for the dying minutes. Post post ninety post ninetieth minute, Turnbull causes a foul, um, that gives them a very dangerous free kick. I don't think a goal came from it, but the only reason it's burned in my mind because I was like, if if all the crazy people are gonna kill Hack for that, then we need to kill Turnbull for almost doing the same thing, um, in in a more important moment. Um, so I guess that's for me. I guess that's where I felt we, like he didn't play bad. Where though. he loses a step a little bit. I, I just I I just saw this random white dude come in and I was like, who <laughs> is that? Like I've never even heard yeah. that name before. Um, and he then he was kind of a ghost. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it wasn't a ghost this game. Yeah, I'm not. He I'm, looked like I'm a, taking away someone who could put in a proper cross. He was getting back on defense. He was doing what like 
you know, there was one time where he got bullied off a header, and I was like, you need to be stronger and better. Mm-hmm. But um, I I thought he put in a really, really good performance in a tough spot um, coming in off the bench on the road, which is something that he had to do before, um, which maybe hardened him a little bit. Yeah. But I thought he was really, really good. And um, if Tavon can't go and Elena needs a little rest, I feel comfortable starting him. Yeah. If he's the only That's right. how I should have said it before. Yeah. I said it a little like well, the United w- fan before. Like the way that you're saying it is like if our other two starting right backs can't go, like t- I would be okay with Turnbull. <laughs> like you would ha- <laughs> Newsflash, you're gonna have to be okay with Turnbull <laughs> if Tavon and yeah. Lenish can't play. Um But I'm but comfortable. Yeah. I'm yeah. Comfortable. No, I, I agree with you though. Uh he did look good. There was one play that re- actually really surprises everybody up in the press box. Like there there wasn't much noise going on. It was similar to our Toronto one when we when we saw that one was like people were like if you in the it's quiet one, in the press box. It was yeah. like if you talk, you're getting COVID yeah. in your mouth. <laughs> well it's also it's also weird because Gillette has the press box um where it's closed air and there's no windows to open and I feel like that always makes for such a weird environment because yeah. like the the sound is so you would never know that there's twenty thousand people like yeah. literally on the other side of the glass that's right in front of you like it's dead silent they have apple tv running on the monitors but no silent no sound completely quiet and everybody is just like being professional i guess like they don't want to yeah. like react no, not like even fans. like i i remember <laughs> and we're not like that i remember like like opening my sandwich so quietly so i didn't make crinkles i was like yeah. oh if i crinkle somebody's gonna like be mad at me i don't know why yeah but that was the vibe in there um but as it as it got closer to the end of the game it got a little more animated you know like you're just like ooh, ah. <laughs> like as somebody as somebody does something on the field and turnbull created one of those moments um i, I can't remember the exact play but he's he's coming down into the box uh, he he beats a defender and then he plays it back in right to the top of the box. Yeah. I think it went, that was the I pa- think it went to Santi. That's the pass that's burned in my mind. Yeah, it was really it was a heads up play. It was like nobody knew that it was coming. Unfortunately, I don't think Santi expected it either, um, or whoever it was that received it, and and nothing came from it. But like, dude, if that ball is going to Tati, yeah, hundred percent, that's a goal. You know, that's like the advanced mind that I saw in him, mm-hmm. to where I saw that play and I'm like, okay, Tavon and Elenish both are playing that as a cross to the back post yeah and 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 probably blasting it too far whereas somebody with football like you like him actually saw the saw the man at the top of the box and thought that's that's the better pass yeah um so that's why i gave turnbull his his flowers yeah no i would agree i mean i i would feel comfortable from the 20 the i don't know how long it was 20 15 minutes that we saw him towards the end of the game um I agree. I would feel comfortable. That makes me more interested in watching NYCFC two games. If he doesn't right. get called up, like I want to see, well, like you just said, what he's it, doing. It may not be an option to, to see him there anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's like a whole weird thing too. So I guess just to break it down, but I thought we signed him to a to a first team contract already. So, to my understanding is the way when you're calling up an MLS next pro player to the the first team. Um, well, because we call them up for Nashville, mm-hmm. but then we actually physically signed them to the first team on loan. I don't think so. So I'm pretty sure you get four short-term loans, which are the length of a week. All right. So this is hey. By the way, this is us explaining MLS roster rules, <laughs> which I don't know if the executives at the MLS know the roster rules. So we'll try our best. But so they get four week-long short-term contracts. So at this moment. He was three, but of those four, you can only make two appearances. So now we've got Nashville and we've got Revs. 
So now they have to give him a proper first team contract if they want to him to even appear to play one minute for the rest of the season. Do you think he deserves it? I think that we've had enough issues with our right backs early that you might want a guy like that for well, dire moments. And I, I didn't want to be crazy, but with with that with football IQ and, and athletic ability, mm-hmm. I feel like he could be a roach type player. Yeah. Where he can like let's say we started having an injury crisis at um, defensive mid, mm-hmm. I feel like he could with that passing and football IQ, I feel like he could fill that type of role. Yeah, no, I could see it, and I mean, he obviously the reason why he got that first appearance was because of, uh, um, I think it was was it international right or was Tavon might have just been hurt, and Alenich wasn't here yet, so now no, we're. Uh... I think so. Alenis wasn't here yet, and Tavon was hurt. Tavon played. Tavon came, came out. out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know we're gonna have international duty again. We obviously know for sure. Uh, Alenis will not be around, and Tavon at the moment. Um, I think this is his second knock in six weeks, so hopefully he can stay healthy. But uh, even if Tavon's healthy, you obviously need a second choice on the roster. Anything can happen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I guess I do think he's earned it. Um. But we can talk a little bit about the midfield with you mentioning him, you know, potentially being the Roach type player. Um, shocking, I think, to me, Sands obviously uh, somehow has the captain's armband on his arm. It's like uh, I, th- I thought that was cool to see. Yeah, I mean, we call we asked Rocha about that actually in our right. episode with him, um, and Rocha had praises. He thought, yeah, for sure, Sands could definitely do it. Maybe has to be a little bit more vocal, which I think we've seen. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's kind of he's come into his own, and I think you know he's building. He probably definitely feels a bit more, uh, a bit more experienced than a lot of the players on the roster. Um, with legit European and Champions League experiences under his belt. Um, but I also feel weird because Chano was playing. Like I don't know, I don't know how that happens. It's like Chano, Chano went to Luxembourg and he came back. And then he had to hit him with like the fifty. Like, what do you say F me for? <laughs> like, yeah. all of a sudden he's like, now this dude has the band. Like, how does I just am so confused just like how that happens. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I think maybe they wanted communication a little bit further up the pitch. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it was. I can um, see that. Yeah. You know, maybe they thought that it would be a tough away game, so they want somebody closer to everybody that can communicate mm-hmm. and kind of get messages across. Um, and maybe, to, to, maybe is that maybe is a tactical type thing? Yeah, I mean, and to add to the weirdness, when Chano is gone, Sands plays a full ninety, but Tiago Martins gets the armband. Like, why would Sands right. have not gotten the armband when Tiago had it? It's such a weird. It it must have been a tactical one. Or there's the field. you know yes, it's either tactical or there's something in training that triggers it each each week. You know, if it's this oh, by like committee little, type of thing, like that'd be sick. Um, you know, if you were the top one in training for like the week that. or something like that, I don't know. That is really um, sick. It could be something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's something we ask Cushing in the next press conference. Just you know, kind of understanding yeah. a little bit deeper into what goes into who's wearing the captain's armband. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he did it. I don't, I don't think that he played all that bad. I think he was kind of average. Um, you thought maybe he might not have had a great game. I mean, so obviously I think we I think we hate to do the thing where we put goals on people's heads, but like 
literally Elenish did put a goal on his own head though. <laughs> yeah. He did that he did put happen. a goal on his own head. Um and was bailed out by <laughs> and ha- hey. By the way, referees, how about for once giving us uh a point. Something to work with, yeah, I guess. Point back. First first time. So uh, you know, if we were at if we were at minus eighty points from the ref all time in club history, now we're in minus seventy nine. Well, so you know what happened apparently. Well, I don't know. I haven't read the uh, the breakdown since. Mm-hmm. But they were saying on the broadcast that um that the VAR review was down um, for, for the ref to be able to go see it. So if, if in that case the video review is down and the ref can't physically go on the field to go see it, he has to take the referee in New York's word and his call for it. Hmm. So the, the ref in New York apparently called and said... No the ref goal. where? Uh, in New York. Oh, okay. <laughs> in New York. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Um, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, talking about Sands, uh, hate to do the putting a, a goal on somebody's head, although I feel like you're always forced to. Um, he obviously gave up the possession um, that led to that goal. Now we can have conversations that uh, Richie should step harder to keep that from becoming a shot. Um, but I think it was Boo, right? He tucks it. Perfect. No, it Gil. Gil, one of the two, who tucks it, bottom right corner perfectly. Who? was doing his best Messi impression all game. Yeah, I was going to say best Maxi impression. I didn't I didn't realize that he was like as small as he is. He's really good. We were looking from the press box and we were like that's lit they have children out there like holding their <laughs> hands and we we're like oh no, yeah. it's just Gil out there. I was like, yeah. "Oh my god, I didn't realize they had their own Messi or their own uh Maxi." Um but yeah, I mean so Sands gives up that ball and then I think it was literally the next uh the next possession he gave it up again, and I'm not sure. I think it was Gil again that runs down the field one-on-one with just Tiago Martins to beat um, and ends up putting a, a shot off target. But, I mean, we were literally, like, very close to two possessions back-to-back given away from Sands um, and being down 2-0 to show for right. it. Um, you know, pretty pretty harsh five minutes, but outside of that, I think he looked good. I, don't I think, think on that one, he... he um... He took too long to make his pass. He he did get tackled pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, it was unfortunate because the rest of the team in those instances should be able to bail you out. Yeah, but there's only so many times you can ask that to happen. Right. Um, I mean, on the second one, Martins does. Yeah. Tiago bails him out, and then. But even even cool. on the one that that we do concede, it was such a perfectly tucked ball. Yeah. Um. That is, it's hard to really blame anyone for that. It was just a piece of magic from Gill. Um, and each year, like I'm a FIFA dude, each year I see him in the team of the season, I'm like, like yep. why? I mean, we talked about it all last week. Why is this dude in this team? But uh, like seeing him truly play in, in that way, man, he deserves everything. Yeah. <laughs> He's a dog. Um, and then yet Tiago, although Tiago does end up bailing him out, uh, or at least doing doing enough to bail him out, uh, creating, putting himself in front of Gil in the goal, um, and then just loses his cool i mean absolutely yeah tiago i'll say he he's somebody that probably deserves if you're if you're looking for a vocal captain Mm -hmm. like tiago is the dude yeah because tiago (laughs) when alfredo came on and was really messing up the system yeah tiago was barking at him like heavily to where alfredo was was visibly angry Mm -hmm. um but Alfredo, I believe, was wrong. Yeah. Um, 
because Alfredo was messing up the system of, of us playing out of the back, and Tiago was very, very angry about it. I mean, and on that play, uh, Tiago was killing Sands. I mean, he was like, he was letting him have it from across the field. I mean, Sands was still more or less where he got dispossessed on uh, on their side of the, the ball, and then obviously Tiago's at the top of the box yeah. doing all he can to stop it from going in. Um, and he is, I mean, he is giving it to Sands from way back there. I think you're right. If, you know, if you want a vocal guy, that's going to take your head off. If Dude, you mess up and hold you accountable. That voice. Can you imagine getting yelled at in that smoker voice? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. But he's, I think he's quietly been amazing. I mean, maybe. Amazing, yeah. yeah. Even like, I don't want to. We're talking about a, a about completely different performance, too. <laughs> if that angry header goes in. That Basically was, that right was the after. next play. Yeah. Literally the next play. I mean, he put anger into that thing. Um, unfortunately, it goes right at the keeper, but that was our best chance at that point. I thought we were going to end the game with that being our best chance. Well, here's the thing about that, too. So he he obviously puts himself in the position to put his anger on the end of that header, uh, force Petrovic to to send it back for a corner kick, and the corner kick is our goal. Literally, the I think it was a little, sep a little more Is it more separated? Though. I think a little okay. more separated. Well, they've cut the highlights on YouTube where it was one after another. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it was a little more separated than that. And my aphantasia brain is trying to remember <laughs> what happened in person, and I'm like, I just for the lines. corner, it was a Ledesma, um, Ledesma kind of dribbled and had a shot. Okay, that was deflected out. Okay. and then the um, Gabby puts in a beautiful ball to Tales, who you know has some fancy Air Tales. Yeah, fancy footwork, and he puts it past. Uh, Petrovic finally um, for our goal, which was uh, unfortunate for me because I, it was the I, there. I watched what was it, 92 minutes. I watched 92 minutes. The two minutes that I stepped out, that's when the tallest goal happened. <laughs> I think I, I think I may have even missed it in the presser too. So I was like, I was typing in the, the group chat on Twitter. I think I was saying something. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. And then uh, I, I put the phone down and and. Um, they're just like, hey, you just missed the goal. It's like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, okay, that's great, but damn. Um, yeah, I wish I saw it. But yeah, I mean, good to good to see Talas obviously get a goal. It's funny because the announcers obviously go, you know, the team without a center forward. Uh, yeah, you know, no, that that goal. annoyed me. But it's like it's a corner. He wasn't doing anything no, related do to it. being a nine or a uh, center he forward. A header. Yeah, so the, yeah. The, the announcer goes, um. Oh, he's looking like a nine right there again, like like no, the other week. It's, it's like, like no, he's not. So if if Tiago Martin's header goes, in, right. is he looking, looking like, like a nine, nine from the yeah. center back position? No, Bro, it looks like a clown. <laughs> God, I hate these yeah. announcers. Yeah, they've they've been tough, man. I mean, what are you gonna when the bar is set as high as it is with Ian and Joe? It's you know it's impossible to really to follow it up. But yeah, it, you almost I I wanted to listen to anything else. Yeah. Like um, I would, I mean, I would pay like five bucks a month to listen to just Ian and Joe. <laughs> it just goes right to there. Ian and Joe are watching Wolf Apple TV, <laughs> and they stream it on YouTube or something. Yeah, um, but I mean that that pretty much is the game. I think uh, we'd be crazy not to talk a little bit about the rumors of uh, Tiago going to Brazil. I don't know if it's back to Brazil, um, but obviously some rumors that he's he's leaving. Uh, I think it makes sense if the team selection that we've seen from Cushing is going to continue to be the way that it is. You know, we've talked a lot about like what has Tiago done wrong to be put in a position where he is iced out of the lineup. Like, I don't know, maybe if we see a, a Malte leave at some point too, because we've 
kind of talked to uh, in a similar way about Tiago and Malde, both guys fairly, I mean, Malte more so, very large part of the first team last year. Um, Tiago Andrade, obviously always a sub, but at least doing enough to have questions about why he's not playing. Um, so I guess, I guess it makes sense to see him go. Yeah, well, it makes more sense with Ledesma coming. Um, it makes more sense when you just look at that that front line, and even though they're not really performing at the moment, you you still think, who do I take out? Yeah, like you have this uh, plethora of, of just talent, and so you you just have to think, who do I take out? Um, and you can't really do that. And if Tiago's knocking on the door saying, I want to play, I'm good enough to play. I know I am. Um, it's tough. So, I mean, we're even forgetting Matty in that, in that equation and this it's whole true. equation, this whole we talk. We haven't mentioned him at all. This right. Episode. Well, cause he's played like shit, but I mean, uh, <laughs> same thing in Houston too. He played bad, but you know, I give him, I give him a pass. Um, simply because I think he needs a rest. I think he needs a good week rest, and he'll have the same effect that GP had coming mm -hmm. in, um, just getting a little bit of a rest where he's not starting and get, he can get his legs back because he does look tired. Um, but, yeah, you look at that line in, in terms of Tiago, and you just go, there's not really a spot here for you, and you should be playing. Yeah. Um, go on loan, and maybe somebody will buy you. Yeah. Um, Which sucks because until Coach Show tweeted it, I didn't really know how much he had contributed. It didn't didn't really feel like it. Yeah, but he's contributed a, a fair amount mm -hmm. to, to the team. So um, I think it's a big loss. It's a big loss in the way that I would coach the team if I were Nick Cushing. So um, it sucks that I can't like live in this fantasy world where I swear <laughs> where start you are him or, the manager or I sub him or NYC something like that. FC. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I hope it's indicative of us bringing in another player. I think I think we just lost, I think losing him, we lost uh, a realistic option for a few different positions on the field, whether it's left wing, um, if if something is wrong with Tales or he's needed elsewhere, like in the nine, um, or Tiago at the nine, which I think you and Coach Joe have been sort of the two uh, largest people, at least in the media scene, calling for that to... Who are you calling fat? <laughs> That's <laughs> not what I mean by largest. Uh, but, um, you know, the two, you two were calling for him to be the guy at the nine consistently to see if it can work because obviously Talis wasn't. So, um, unfortunately, we're not going to see that experiment pan out. Nope. We got Santi nine or Falstein. Santi nine. Um, or hopefully we have a nine coming in because, you know. I like Gabe. Gabe. I like Gabe. I love what he gave to us. Yeah. I loved everything about his performance. I think he, he didn't did, put a foot wrong. He, he to me, yeah, he did enough to to give him some more time to Dude, see what happens. You're looked, right. He, and was he looked almost adorable in his little his little uh, collar shirt after yep. the game. He looked like a child. I know. And um, I just want to keep giving that kid opportunities. I yeah. think he's going to give us much back if we give him some opportunities. Yeah. And I think, you know, wrapping it up, uh, one of my biggest takeaways, I think you, you kind of hit the nail on the head talking about it a little with Matty maybe needing a legs rest. Um, Cushing talked about it in the post game, GP needing a legs rest. Um, after the game, when the final whistle is blown, I see Kufre, Cheneau, uh, and Keaton, and these are uh, 
these are 28 year old almost almost 28 year old eyes staring across the length of an entire stadium trying to id these players so if it was somebody else you know take my head off for it but uh you know could have been turnbull it could have been anybody um but four people in orange kits for sure uh as soon as that final whistle blows just falling down laying on their backs like blown out like legs are done well, whether whether it's an emotional dump because it did feel at the end like something something might come um or if it's the the legs that are gone um but either way three or four of them going to the ground and Keaton and, would have been off the field okay so it wasn't Keaton. So Turnbull. Turnbull. could have been um Turnbull. but yeah i mean you know visibly uh exhausted whether that's an emotional or a physical dump um you know i think you're right that some of these guys probably need some legs rest obviously it's still week six um and although they're athletes it is it's a lot to get back into it after preseason and as incompatible or as uh inconsistent our preseason was i mean sometimes we're playing two games a week and it's half nycfc two guys half first team guys right and then sometimes we're not playing for two weeks at a time um it's it's obviously a lot to come back into it so i think you're right you know, some legs rest is needed. Uh, obviously, next game is Atlanta United at City Field on your birthday. Um, it'll Correct. be a, a massive game. I'm not too excited to see Tiago Almada uh, coming yeah. to New York because that is going to be going to be a scary sight for sure. Nobody um, better be uh, giving up any free kicks. I'll say that no <laughs> yeah. free kicks. Um, but yeah, that that'll be an interesting one. Um, I think. At least being in City Field, I feel like vibes are usually pretty good. So hopefully, at at the very least, we're walking out of there with a point. But I have to go try some of that new City Field food. I was gonna ask if you had uh, any any numbers calling to you related to the scoreline or anything. If not, that's okay too. I'm turning 26. Well, I don't think we're gonna win six to two. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Either. I don't think. I hope they're not going to win 6 They're right? not going to 2-6 us. Nah. Who, uh, Acevedo was number 26. I don't think we have one now. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know have any. Bet. Ledesma's 20 and Sands is 6. I don't know if that could mean anything funky with the universe, but. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think we win that 2-0. 2-0. 2-1. Damn. I was going to say, we keep Almada off the score sheet. I think 2-1. What Almada defense free is kicks doing us. that? Honestly. Honestly, we go down one nil to an Almada free kick, and and we win two one. Damn! Um, so buy your tickets. <laughs> I wanted to say the last thing on the revs. Um, you should be better. Like you should be better. You should be better than you are. Um, I would get it together. I think the fact that you have Bruce Arena as your head coach is holding you back. I think he's past it i think the fact that you have bobby wood altador and boo and gill all on your team and you have eight goals this season is simply embarrassing and you need to do better and buck who's supposed to be this wonder kid i saw a t-shirt they were they were saying they had like buck season t-shirts like for hunting but for this kid um but he was unfortunately the one that was marking Tales when uh when that header went in so do better Bucks Your team is smoked. pretty dog for having those those players and having eight goals this season. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's pretty embarrassing. Um, 
in the I'll in this I'll end it on this. The in the preseason they were comparing uh, the both of our teams, and basically going into the game they had two more goals than us, and I think maybe had conceded one more, or one less. Um, so there really wasn't a huge difference in that, um, and the announcers couldn't figure out why we were in one position and, and they were in another. Mm-hmm. Um, news Apple TV announcers. Two goals equals two draws if we score two more goals. Those are wins, and we're in a higher position. That's math. I was going to say, you hit him with the MJ, and I took that personally. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm going to just go in on the entire rest. Because that is so dumb. Yeah. Obviously, if we score two more goals and don't have two draws, then we're in a higher position in the league. It's like... um... If John you, Madden. Yeah. Yeah. If you if we score more touchdowns today, we might we're gonna win. Yeah. Score more touchdowns than the other team, uh, you'll win the game. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Simple math. <laughs> simple, simple. Score more goals than the other team, you'll win. Yep. Um but yeah, that's that's ninety five. Looking forward to the Atlanta game. Um if you're if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, whatever, um, you know, make sure to follow on that platform or if you're on YouTube and you've seen our our set here devolve into a moody uh uh poorly lit bedroom that's because that is what we're recording in um and we for once recorded during the daytime uh but it has become night throughout the course of the last uh last 37 minutes so so if you're wondering why we're better looking now than we were maybe 15 minutes ago that's i was gonna say or why we look like ghosts um that is the reason we appreciate y'all for sticking around this long um Give us a sub on here, like the video, um, leave a comment if we if we angered you about anything or if you agree with anything. All of that helps the algorithm. Um, and then at Post90Pod on every platform where you can find us. Yeah. Super cool conversations going on. Definitely. So catch you guys next week. Peace.